Hey, how's it going? <laughs> My name's Emily. I'm a 16-year-old girl. I am a junior in high school. That's uh, the reason why I say that. Because every single time I say something like that, which I've been saying it since the beginning, but every time I say I'm a junior in high school, I'm always like, wow, I am. Good for me. But today we're going to be talking about why I started podcasts. And so, for the next 15 minutes, I'm going to go on a whole rant of why I started a podcast and why you should. And why my podcast is, quote-unquote, different. And that's probably the title. Why my podcast is, dot, 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 different. So, if you never listened to me before, never heard my voice, hi, how you doing? There are main reasons why I started a podcast, and three of them being why... I started a podcast, and why you should start a podcast if you haven't already, is number one, I always wanted to start a podcast. I love murder mysteries. I would listen to murder mystery podcasts for a while there. I listened to 16 and Pregnant stories when I was like in sixth grade, and keep in mind the murder mysteries were probably in sixth grade too. I remember on road trips, my dad would play podcasts, and I just loved listening to other people. It's something so beautiful about listening to other people that just make it so much better. And while mowing the lawn one day, I listened to Crime Junkies, and I was just like, wow, like, they're pretty, they're pretty good at telling stories, and that's what makes their podcast so amazing. And I think there's something about sitting down or doing something is not only... With TV, you have to have the network to watch the TV. Like, on Netflix, you have to pay for the TV. Um, the, you have to pay for the TV description, not the TV. You obviously pay for the TV. But on Spotify, I think Google Music, you don't really have to pay. But Google Music is going away. Google Podcasts, any podcast that you can listen to on a network, you most likely don't have to pay. And that's so beautiful about being able to start a podcast is no, there's no excuse that people can't listen to you. And I remember when I was little, I always wanted to hear like someone talk, which led to my point number two. Why? What made me actually want to start a podcast? So ever since I was little, probably in I want to say sixth grade because I remember on Thanksgiving one day I got in trouble for starting a YouTube. My dad got so mad at me. But all I wanted to do on that YouTube channel was to show who I am and what makes me amazing, what makes me me. So I had my French horn, I was playing, and I uploaded it to YouTube. My dad got so mad because I wasn't allowed to start a YouTube channel. Then again, in seventh grade, I started a YouTube channel. Actually, even before that, I was recording on my Samsung tablet, my DS, my music player that had a little recording thing on it, and I think it's an MP3 player. Anyway, so in 7th grade, I wanted to start another YouTube channel. So, what I did was start it with my friends. You can most likely find me. If you look up the Jelly Bean Challenge, you'll find me. If you look up the three birds in a walk, you'll find me. But I don't regret it. 
and that's the thing. Like, I, I just wanted to sit down and talk to some people that would listen to me. And the main thing that really got me going with this was in ninth grade, I wanted to start a podcast. I mean, I wanted to start a YouTube channel. Couldn't do it because my dad got mad at me for starting one. But here I am in 11th grade. I was sitting on my recliner one day and I was like, I was always doing IGTVs on my personal account because no one else could see it. And it was just talking about my, I said, Emily's random thoughts of the day, which was actually going to be my podcast name. But then I'm like, weekly talks to Emily because I want to come on here weekly and talk about my thoughts. And that's what made it so beautiful. So I sat on this recliner and I was just like, I'm just going to talk for more than 10 minutes because my camera can only hold 10 minutes of me talking and I sat down there was no camera on my face and I just talked just like it was someone on the phone and I actually listened to it a few weeks ago and it's actually really good it was like go me Emily go me but when I sat down and talked and talked and talked and talked there was something so beautiful I had no pressure of what podcast was supposed to look like it was just me doing it and I went on pixar 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 anyway I went on there and I used my text and I made weekly talks with Emily that's my artwork cover now until I can find someone who can actually make it a little bit better but there was no pressure There's absolutely no pressure. I never listened to a teen podcast. I never listened to any other podcasts besides the one that I was going for. And to say that it was beautiful was an understatement because it was amazing. It was glorious. (laughs) Because these are my thoughts. They're so raw. There's no outline. And I used to think just for a few weeks I was thinking this have to edit my podcast like I have to edit it it's a thing but the first episode I never edited it I never did once once I made an Instagram I was trying to prove myself for a minute there which my Instagram's weekly talks Emily podcast if you ever want to follow me I so desperately wanted to make my podcast just like someone else's Like, they had their whole outline. Why shouldn't I make an outline? Because that isn't me. (laughs) And this leads to my third point. Why my podcast is quote-unquote different is because it's me. Every Friday, for 30 minutes, I'm going to be talking about my thoughts. And it's so beautiful because it's not edited. It's not going to be edited anymore not gonna have anything to be something that I think I should be or what other people are telling me I should be I obviously have guests here and there but my guests will probably come once a month maybe once every few months I was trying to make welcome Wednesday because welcome Wednesday WW it was really cute it was really cute But, for example, yesterday, I was supposed to record with someone, and my grandfather was like, let's go on a road trip, because 
I don't really see him very often. He, like, obviously, when you get older, you don't see your grandparents very often. And I was like, but I had, I was like thinking in my head, but I'm like, I have a podcast interview. Like, I don't want to disappoint them. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, you asked them to be on here. <laughs> and they accepted it. But just because it wasn't, this wasn't part of your plan doesn't mean you get to just not not say yes so I said yes and I canceled my podcast interview because this is my podcast this is who I am this is what I want to be and I don't want to miss an opportunity in the real world just because my podcast which I'm learning that I'm learning that social media isn't everything and social media is so powerful which deserves its own podcast itself to be honest but social media you don't have to be on there 24 7 in fact log out of it don't delete the app but log out of it because that's what i do and once you walk out of it there's no notifications there's no one telling you what to do nothing like that you're living your life and that's what i did i logged out of my social media, put my phone down, and put my head out the window, and relaxed. I relaxed. And me talking about this right now, that's what makes me me. That's what makes my podcast different, because it's not anything scheduled, it's unscheduled, unscheduled. And if I want to skip a week, I'll skip a week. There are plenty of people that skip a week. In fact, there are probably plenty of people that just quit their podcast because they thought they had to make it quote-unquote amazing. And if you continue to read, like, I can make a whole script of what I want to say. Like, hi, my name's Emily. How are you today? I made a podcast to talk about my life and what makes me quote-unquote different that's not what I'm doing. I'm talking. I'm not here to please others, but I'm here to please. I'm here to make someone listen and be like, this girl has it. She knows what she wants in her life. Which, hopefully, you think that, or hopefully you also think, she's learning. She's learning. And I am learning. I'm learning plenty of things. Which leads to me talking about why you should start a podcast. Why you should start a podcast is because you can have that opportunity. You can sit on your recliner one day, thinking that I want to talk. Sit back, down anchor, which is not sponsor. I'm just saying, down anchor. Because amazing. It's an amazing app. I'm literally recording right through my phone right now. And I have no mic. I'm just talking. It's like a phone call. So, just be honest. And it will describe you everywhere. Well, every single podcast that I listen to, I can listen to if someone was recording on Anchor. Because it's free. It's literally free. <laughs> and I know it sounds like an ad. Download Anchor today because it's free. Whatever. I don't really know how to say it. But, this is free. And that's what makes it so beautiful. I don't have to pay to share my thoughts. 
people can just listen for free. Because <laughs> if you listen to any platform, it's obviously Spotify is free. A lot of podcasts. Po- uh, sorry, I have like hiccups from it. A lot of podcasts can be for free because, like, you don't you don't need to pay for it. Obviously, that's what. The, okay, that was a poor definition of what free means. But anyway, mm, just in that for a minute. But if you wanted to make a podcast, you can easily download the audio, edit your podcast, and put it up there again. And that's what I do. What I used to do when I edit my podcast was I used to go on Anchor, record whatever I wanted for like an hour or so, and then I would go to InShot, and I would edit my podcast for another hour, and then I would go on this video thing where you can like transfer the audio, and then I would put it to Anchor, which if you want to do that, go go ahead for all means, but... I realized that it took so much of my time, which podcasts will take so much of your time if you have a main goal, which for me is just random talks with Emily, because that's what I used to say for my IGTV. I used to say, that's my random thoughts of the day, <laughs> random thoughts on life, Emily's, ra- yeah, yeah, that's what it was, Emily's random thoughts on life, which I don't know if anyone could find my private account. I have my Pupple account down there, which if you want to follow it, it's the girl that is in FO3. That's my private account. So, it's something that you don't need to know it all. Because you're not. Most podcasters that are very popular, they have some technical issues. They may not have a, they have a mic, but it may not work. Or something may go wrong, and that's perfectly okay. Because... It's your podcast. If you want to make it something totally different, make it totally different. Because that's beautiful. That's amazing. And I encourage you to go for it. Go for it. What's stopping you? Literally, what is stopping you? And if you just can't talk or you get nervous talking, it'll help you with public speaking, I bet. Because a lot of the time... When I'm talking, I'm just like da 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 da, but I'm really nervous. I'm I'm an I'm an introvert, and that's what it's called between extrovert and introvert. So, but you do you, go for it. You got it, dude. <laughs> I I believe in you. And hit me up in the DMs when you start a podcast. It's Weekly Talks with Emily podcast. So for the next fifteen minutes, I am going to be talking about my week and to give you a clear demonstration of what this podcast is like this is it let's go for it so my week my good thing bad thing the main so i'm just gonna say this because i don't know how many people have listening to this but the main reason why i do good thing bad thing and what makes it quote-unquote different is that i did it in alateen and my mom's an alcoholic and that's why i go to alateen we did good thing, bad thing, and we read a week from 1 to 10. And so that's what I do on here. I I just say my week, and I go for it. And there could be plenty of good thing, bad things. I actually do this at church, too. So my good thing is that... Actually, I have plenty of good things. 
Number one, like I said, I went on a road trip earlier, and it was yesterday, and we had no def- no destination, nothing like that, and it was absolutely gorgeous and amazing. Each town that we went through, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> My grandfather has a Mustang. It's like a 1960-something. I don't really know. I'll post it on my Instagram on Friday, and you guys can see it. Actually, yeah, I will post it on my Instagram, and then if you want to see it, I'll just put it in my highlights, or I'll just post it. I'll just post it. Anyway, that was me deciding what I wanted to do right there, but it was amazing because he was just like, I want to go on a road trip, and... I figured since Emily can ride the motorcycle for nine hours, which I love riding the motorcycle for nine hours, I'm not I'm not being sarcastic. I I literally loved it because I love how, even though I kind of got sleepy in the middle of it, I loved how it was just there was no destination, no wondering where I'm going or how long it's going to be. Sometimes I always wonder that, but we had no plan. We literally had no plan in doing it. And every single time we went into a new state, we went to Kentucky, we went to um, Illinois, Illinois, we went into Mississippi, which is the next state, Arkansas, Tennessee, obviously. Oh. Me completely forgetting the last state that I went to. Wait, hold on. Here's Mississippi. Illinois, Texas, oh, pfft. Texas, I didn't go to Texas, that was so long, Kentucky, Missouri, Missouri, that was the last day, and then Mississippi and Arkansas, oh, yeah, anyway, I went to Missouri, that was the last day I was going to play out, so I went to six states, and each state we took a picture, <laughs> which I'll post on my Instagram, I actually have posted on my Instagram this, but anyway, it was it was amazing because when Grammy was out of town, it was just me and him talking. And I got to talk to him about random stuff. And I got to know him even more. And I was just like, at the end of the day, I was smiling. Because for the past week or two, I've been having these thoughts. I'm like, is anyone going to ask me if I'm okay? I'm like, is anyone really going to look at me, not online, not like texting me, am I okay? Like, really look at me and say, am I okay? Because I don't know what I'm going to say to them. That's what I thought Friday. And I'm like, without my teacher asking me if I'm okay, my English teacher always asks, like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm good. And my other teacher, um, my learning lab teacher it's like an extra class and she looks at me and she goes how are you doing one time she actually asked me how are you doing and I broke up with my boyfriend that day and he and she she was like what's wrong and I'm like I'm just like crying hysterically and I'm like oh okay wait and she pulled me out of the classroom and literally looked at me in the face and goes are you okay and I'm like is anyone else gonna do that to me like is that just me and no one asks us, you, are you okay? But I had several people ask me if I'm okay. In fact, I went on a road trip, and I got to be able to talk about my thoughts. 
So what happened this week that made me eh and eh? On Thursday, and I'm gonna re- I'm gonna read this. I sent my mom a text, and here was the conversation. To be exact. Okay. So if you don't know anything, my mom is an alcoholic. I haven't seen her in two years. I kind of explained it in my last episode with the divorce episode. So. My mom says, I, here's the whole conversation, to be exact. I said, on Thursday at 7.40, have you ever seen Dawson Creek? Which I don't know why I was up there and there. Usually I have my phone down, but then. And she said, by the way, if you haven't watched Dawson Creek, I'm obsessed with this show. I'm not going to spoil it. I may spoil it next week when I continue watching it. I already spoiled it for myself. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. I'm going to give you a week to watch this show. If you have not watched this show, go. Stop this podcast right now. Actually, continue listening for the next (laughs) 10 minutes and then stop the podcast. So, she said, I watched it when I was pregnant with you. Blush emoji. I said, that's funny because I'm crazy about this show. I was wondering when Dad said he knew someone who watched it. The show makes me cry like crazy. I may be crying right now over it, which that's true. I have several things that made me cry in this show. And she said, LOL, send me a picture of you and Robert if you have one. I also watched ER. It's pretty cool. I said, what's ER? She said, the drama who show who like with actors. And then I sent a picture of my dog because my brother was in it just to be like a smart butt. And she said, funny, I like your room. What do you like? What do you look like? I never got into the show Grey Anatomy, which I hate that she listens automatically like, send me a picture of you. I'm like, I don't want to send a picture of me. And I said, I personally hate that show, and I sent a picture of my room. Here's my full room. And I said, I don't really want to show my face. And she said, but I love your face, heart, heart. Why? Did you change your face? And I said, because I don't want you to, the picture to go anywhere. I don't know. And then I sent a picture. Here you go. And she said, I, it's just going to be me, but okay. Anyways, how are you doing? Are you doing okay? Well, she said, are you doing okay? And I said, did you get the picture? She said, love you. Thank you. T-Y. Which I hate when people actually, like, abbreviate something. And I said, you're welcome. I'm okay. Did I tell you I got a car? And she sent me a picture of her car. And I said, like, eye emoji, thumbs up. She said, I like your bangs. And she asked me when I'm going to school. And I said, Wednesday, Friday. My dad hates them. And I put, and she said, why did why does he hate them? And I put emojis on there. She just said, oh, I get it. Are you going to Mimi's for New Year's? Which, again, if you haven't listened to my divorce episode, which I will explain a little bit. I haven't seen my mom in two years, and my mom's family and I, we usually see each other. They live in Georgia. I live in Tennessee. So we meet halfway, and we see each other. So that's a little brief story of it. And I said, yes. She said, please say yes, dot, 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 yes. And I don't know why she said that. Can I come visit? And I put a smiley face. Because I'm like, oh, alright, smiley face. And then she sent me this. Please say yes. Heart emoji. Like, And she said, is that a yes? And then I was quiet for a minute because I was texting her this big long paragraph. And I'm going to read it to you. My answer isn't yes. But here are the reasons. For many years, I allowed you to come into my life when I had no res- no say, real say in it. I spent hours crying and complaining over someone who didn't really know me. 
Yeah, you're my mom, but do you really know me? Do you know my favorite flowers, show, favorite scent, or what do I like? No, because you live so far away, which she does. But those aren't the, the reasons why I'm saying yes, because I don't know you, because I don't know those things about you. To be honest, I don't want to see you because I am okay with the progress that I have made in my life since the two years I gave up trying to stress over who you are or what you're doing. Every time you text me, call me, or even when I think about you, I get drained, I get exhausted. I want to wait till I'm ready, which may be till I'm an adult or maybe this summer. I don't want to be exhausted when 2020 hits. I, I want to be smiling and laughing. I want to have a positive attitude, and I hate to say this, but I'm okay with our relationship. Until I'm okay with our relationship, you most likely won't bring those things to me. And or until you you see me more than a little girl or the baby you pushed out of your vagina. Which I did say that, yes. Just saying. You don't know me and I wish you could see this hurts me. It's been five years. It's been hurting me for five years. And she said, I'm sorry you feel that way because the only way to heal is to try. <laughs> and she says, you don't want to see me last year either. And it's killing me not to be able to look forward to something with the reunion. I can't change the past. Not the, not the same person. I'm different from the other any other time. But from that, you sound like. But from that text, you sound like it, really ugly and bitter. So maybe I'll just leave it to God and leave you alone. And they cut you out of out of me. I didn't push you out, Missy. Good night, kiss emoji. And I said I've been saying it for years. And then I said this. You may think it's bitter and ugly, but you think that that because you have hurt me. I guard myself now. I don't let people walk all over me. I wish you could get it. I've been saying this to people for years. Dad sees it. Jennifer sees it. My best friend sees the pain every time I come home. Yes, I am bitter about this subject, but I am not sorry. I am not, I'm not going to let you come into my life and hurt me. This is my way of recovery. You may think that the text is ugly, but it was my view of, of, of my thoughts in life. I don't want to come to school on January 3rd with the stress over what we are. I want to come. I want to see you when I'm ready. You are ready, but I am not. See, in my text, I was about to apologize, but to, what do I have to be sorry for? I would, I would have been saying it over the phone when you call me i'll read this text out loud i did give her the full detail out loud to be honest i am proud of how far you have come but my feelings are my feelings they aren't stupid they are growing up they are learning what makes me sad and happy they are learning what makes me feel proud and not so proud my anxiety wouldn't be proud of me and it would leave me crying to dead and everyone else in my life this is what alcoholism brings it's a working progress for not only you but for me as well if you come see Robert and I, you aren't just bringing feelings towards me, you bring feelings towards everyone. Robert, Mimi, Papa, my dad, my stepmom, Kylie, Alyssa, Uncle Damon, Aunt Sam, Evan, Alexa, and Jay. I am glad you were happy, but you have hurt all of us and it's so painful. Yes, God is always in control of the situation, but I feel like God is telling me to wait. Wait for everyone and not in my life, well, till I'm 18 and I have to drop my other ones with me. Because not only do I feel bitter towards this disease that everyone has that ever that is in our family, but every 
Everyone else is learning. They have been learning for years. You know that. I know you do. If you call me, I would read this text to you, and I wouldn't have any regrets, which I put regards, but oh well. I'm 16, almost 17 years old. I'm not a little preteen who agrees to, to agree without thinking. I'm sorry this hurts you, and I'm proud of where you've come, but it's been a year since you have been sober. Take more time. Continue to prove all of this wrong with this... Uh, with this alcoholism that brings us. I know I made several typos I've just sent before you text listen to my voicemail. So, she said I was ugly and bitter, but I was definitely not ugly and bitter. And let me know if you think I'm ugly and bitter. <laughs> but I explained myself, and she called me the next day at school, and then she called me when I was with friends at dinner, and I told her the same thing that I texted her. I was like, no, you don't get to do this. Prove me wrong. Prove this disease wrong. Because you, you're walking all over me and you're making me feel so ugly and hurt. And I just can't take it anymore. Which I'm going to go a little bit over my 30 minutes. Not sorry, but it's going to be like 10 more minutes to be honest. Anyway, this is a disease you guys and I told her and she was like but it's my family too and like but it's my family that you're gonna be saying and I'm like yes it's your family but that's my family like that is my family and I wish I could have the whole little conversation on on video or something because I was just like you don't get to hurt me anymore you don't get to come into my life and act like everything's okay because it's truthfully not. Like, this is my life that I am living and this is who I am. And if you have a problem with it, you're not welcome in there. Like, when she was talking about how she wanted to be there for my graduation and everything. And I was just like, no, you can come see Robert for his graduation because she told me, not only are you stopping me from seeing you, but you're stopping me from seeing Robert. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not stopping you from seeing Robert. You're stopping yourself from seeing Robert. If my mom, my mom lost custody because she brought our hus her husband to see us when she wasn't allowed to, and that made her lose custody. And I was telling my dad all this, and he was like, I think she's being like this because she has a husband now, and she wants you guys to meet him. Because there are several times where she's like, my we're going to thanksgiving because i want my family to meet my husband and blah 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 and i'm just like okay and i literally told her this i'm like did you ask me did you ask me that i want to see him no and the thing you guys is this is what toxic parents are like because it's not easy and it's certainly, <laughs> certainly not the best. But I don't, I asked um, my Instagram how many people have divorced parents. And it said three out of eight. And that's the result so far. But this is what life is like. This is literally what life is like. <laughs> I wish I had this last week. Because then I could give you a brief description of what it's like for 30 minutes. But. Alcoholism is not the best. Alcoholism is so powerful 
And the moment that you start hurting someone, that's what it's like. Look, I told her, I'm like, I've been like recovery from self-harm for a year, but you don't see me begging for forgiveness for other people because I've lived my own life. And then she asked me in a moment, she's like, how's your Christian faith doing? I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) Like, excuse me? I've been a Christian for since I was 13. And she was like, I've been... I, my parents got divorced when I was 13. I'm like, see, the difference between you and me is that you did something and you didn't stick with it. And I have been sticking with it. I have been working on it. I have been in recovery for this long. And just because I'm doing all this doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I'm any better or that I'm any better than anyone. I am just working on my life. And if I mess up along the way, then I mess up along the way. And that's the beautiful part of recovery because I know that she's working. I know that there are several things that it's just easier said than done. But, you guys, if you ever hurt anyone before, just stop. Stop for a minute and really look at your life. And the main reason why I never said, I literally said in my text, I'm not sorry. Because I'm not sorry. I am not sorry from making my own mistakes. I'm not sorry coming on here and saying, this is what recovery looks like. This is what divorced parents with alcoholism looks like. My dad agreed with every single thing that he said. And he said, good for you. Like, good for you, Emily. That's what you've been wanting to say to her for years. And this is my last point with this is I told her to prove me wrong. I said, prove me wrong. Prove this disease wrong. And I don't think she liked that. And she certainly didn't like the part where I said you pushed me out of my vagina because she sent me a long voicemail about that. But I'm like, if that's the only thing that you took out of that whole paragraph, that whole two paragraphs that I typed, and I sent you two voicemails explaining what I meant by it, just to not be ugly and bitter, then you're getting something wrong out of it. You're not getting my point. You're being criticized because criticism is the worst possible thing. And I wish I could go on this long tangent of what it's like for this, but it's just a Debbie Downer. And you guys, you can work on it. And this is what life is. This is how it is. And we'll get there one day. We'll get there. Anyway. I love you guys. And I hope that text wasn't ugly and bitter. I know it wasn't ugly and bitter. So. Follow me on my Instagram. We could talk with Emily. And that's all I have for you guys this week. The link is in the description by the way. Definitely start a podcast. That's my encouragement today. Start a podcast. Or record a podcast today. Or edit a podcast. Whatever you guys are doing. I love you. Have a good day. Bye.